this week has been a very, very long week and a very sad week as on Sunday, last Sunday to be exact, that Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash with his daughter. And the saddest thing to hear is that his daughter never got to fulfill her dreams as Kobe had 20, a long 20-year career in the Los Angeles Lakers and had a great career, a great basketball player. And it's sad to see someone die so young who had so much potential who gave a lot to his community. And we should keep him in, in our prayers and for the nine in total who died in the helicopter crash as well. And today I'm going to bring attention to the things the media kind of forgotten. For example, the peace plan Trump made for the Middle East and Israel. So Israel and Arabian nations alike who for hundreds of years have hated each other now to come, at, to come together as people and see past their religious differences, see past their race and come together. And as per usual, the Palestinians disagree on the peace plan. It is nothing new. They have disagreed when they were going when Israel was going to give them a nation, which doesn't make sense. But in the grand scales of things, in 2007, they gave them a vote to vote for the Palestinian Mock Authority or Hamas, which Hamas is a terrorist group that attacks Israelis and wants to see the downfall of Israel. The people voted for Hamas and Gaza Strip and and Israel didn't tolerate it. And they would have rather seen the Palestinian Mock Authority, which was a government that was in a base on the Palestinian people, which they had, they got Gaza Strip and they had all the connections to the three major kingdoms in Israel, to be exact, Judea, Samaria, and Galilee, which was a great deal in my opinion, if you wanted to show that you are your own people. But they decided not to do that and they decided to vow for the destruction of Israel, which Israel is not gonna tolerate anymore with the rockets coming over, the Qassam rockets to be exact, that killed Israeli citizens and Israel has not yet even attacked the mosques the rockets have been coming from because they see it as a religious place for them and they wouldn't attack it. And But they don't, show, they don't show the same morality as the Israeli forces do. But per usual, they have disagreed with every peace plan put out on the table by the US and Israel between the two people to get away past the differences as I said before but they decided not to, and they decided to ride in the West Bank and Gaza Strip, causing more and more violence between the two groups. And it's sad to see it because the only major difference between between them is their religion. One religion is peaceful, one is not so peaceful. And one religion wants to seek violence toward the Jewish people like no other, and it's sad to see it happen. It's sad to see Jewish people who have really not done nothing wrong to them. For example, they say that they kicked them out of their country, but they saw them as a threat as all the Arabian nations around them at the time, which we're talking about the 40s, the 50s, where Israel had their own state. And Israel is not that big. It's about nine miles wide or six miles wide. You could, that's a 15 minute car ride without traffic. And they complained about the area, the borders, which these wars are not caused by border discretion, not like border wars where there's like, no, 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 you need to move back and forth. They vow for the destruction of Israel. They want to destroy Israel because of the fact that it is a Jewish state. And for centuries they've been targeted. And finally they get a state, everyone doesn't like it. For example, Hitler gave the Muslim people weapons because they knew that in their religion they sought the destruction of Israelis or Jewish people. Because there is Bedouins in Israel. It's not just a Jewish a Jewish nation. There is Bedouins. There's other races within Israel. Just being specific to the Jews. For example, we don't we don't talk about the Arabian nations that kicked out 
Jews at the time. They kicked out 700,000 Jews, which Israel took on their hands. Surprising for a newly formed nation to take the 700,000 with them. And they fought against the Arabian nations and won and continuously had this fight between each other. But the peace plan brought up by Trump has to be the thing that gets them reelected. But in other news, I want to talk about the representatives in our Congress that don't care about our needs or don't care about the U.S. citizen and don't care about our values, about what founded this country. For example, Ayan Omar, who is from Somalia and came to this country and complains consistently about how we run this country and hates the people within it. So why become a Congress worker? Who would vote for somebody that hates America? And she, she, she says it. And she says the invasion of Somalia wasn't called for. Really? Are you serious? When warlords are taking food supplies that are sent in for aid and take it from the ports and don't give it to the people who are starving to death? You're telling me that we came in there and it wasn't called for? It was American imperialism? How was it American imperialism? We didn't even grab any land. You see, America is the only country I know that would go into a country just to help the country, not to get any value from it. Because we didn't go to Somalia for weapons, we came there to help the people. And I'm tired of hearing these representatives don't care about us, and don't care about the US government, and don't care about America's values. I had enough of that, because I want you out of your office, I want you guys to resign, because you are the epitome of what, America, what makes America awful. Because of people who are not patriots. For example, I'm a first generation American and I love this country because of the values, the freedom we have, the freedom of speech, and other countries I'd be arrested for as I did in my last podcast episode, if you haven't listened to it, listen to it, about how I described a family in Britain who was arrested for hate speech. Good thing that you can say whatever you want because governments will take advantage of that as fascists do. For example, Antifa wants hate speech, which is the epitome of what fascism is because the government can declare whatever is hateful. I'm tired of people in this country saying they hate it, who are immigrants, like my family is, but my family loves America, instead assimilated with the culture, instead they don't assimilate, and they just sit there and complain. So why are you here? Then get out of our country, because we have plenty of immigrants who would come to this country willingly and actually assimilate with this culture. And it's awful thing to see. It is really awful. But I'm also tired of people who come to this country and take our benefits and take our money and sit on their ass and do nothing. I'm tired of it. Because when you're on welfare, I want you to be, have a job and to work instead of sitting on your ass and taking our money. For example, there's about 11.3 million undocumented immigrants in our country, which take about $110 billion every year from the taxpayer, not including when they get arrested, which is about 60000 for a per inmate who is, who is illegal, instead of deporting them. And people want to say that we don't need a wall. And this is going into something else. And it's probably going to be a multiple, multiple topics I'm going to be talking about today. But you can't just be saying to me that people who come into this country undocumented make about on the border in those sanctuary cities make about $60,000 untaxed, more than the average American. Imagine that, more than the average American. And we as Americans have to pay for their benefits. We have to pay when they go to jail. Why don't we just support them? But no, because we're denying the dreamers. No, we don't. We're not denying the dreamers. You see, if you want to go as for a sanctuary, you want to go to the U.S. as sanctuary, sanctuary, you can't just not go through a legal port of entry and just go over the Rio Grande River and 
go where the border is open and you run across. That's called illegally entering the country. First of all, if you're going for sanctuary, or you're going for some place to be safe, you go through a legal port of entry to be refugee status. If your country is that bad, like for example, Honduras. But we want to complain about that. And no one comments on the fact that Mexico has this wall right at Guatemalan, right on their Guatemalan border. No one wants to talk about that, that Mexico has its own wall. But let's get into a different topic because I guarantee people are going to debate me on this fact too, which I'm still looking for people to debate. If you disagree with what I say, please email me. I'll leave the email in my description. If you want to actually debate me, we could have you on the show. We'll live stream it because I'm going to start live streaming debates and it'll be good. I'm telling you, and it's going to be a conversation. It's more going to be a conversation than a debate and find a middle ground. If we can't find a middle ground, then we, then we don't because some people are not open-minded and open-minded to solutions to these problems. And thank you guys for listening. And also, I have an announcement. So, if, if any of you know me, I am Puerto Rican. And the earthquake has really damaged Puerto Rico. Really damaged. And it damaged some tourist attractions in Puerto Rico, as well as people. And the death tolls are skyrocketing. It would be helpful if you guys donate to the Puerto Rican Earthquake Relief Fund and give what you can. Any small donation could help and help the people of Puerto Rico and help the people who have lost family members. And thank you guys for listening and see you guys next time.